I will never forget when I first got on the scale and saw an uncomfortable number, got off, and it didn't shake me or control me the way it used to. Guys, I used to be one of those, I got on the scale one, two, sometimes three or four times a day, and so much that it would dictate my next meal. I would get on, see a number I didn't like, and decide whether I was going to have that side of bread or not at the next meal. It controlled me. And the day I was able to get on and see it be something that I didn't love, and yet I didn't care, it was so freeing. It felt like these chains that had tied me down for so long were gone. They were broken. And this is something that I feel so deeply to my core because it changed my life. And I've seen it change so many women I work with. When we can let go of the scale, it's like we have the freedom to really live in our bodies. And then all of a sudden, we're doing a better job taking care of our body and the number just falls where it will. It's kind of like, it, you know, and they say in, um, in the business world, follow your passion and the money will come. It's like as long as you're passionate about something and you follow it wholeheartedly, eventually the money will come. I believe the same to be true on our health journey. Follow your passion and the number will come. That number will fall where it will. Only by the time you get there and when you're actually in this space, you don't care anymore, <laughs> which is kind of ironic. Ladies, I'm so excited for today. We're doing a follow-up interview with um, one of my clients. She was the gal that I interviewed on my second podcast, Free Yourself from the Scale, and I challenged her to have 30 days with no scale. So to keep working on the stuff we've been working on, work on our food, work on our exercise, but let's not use the scale as a source of validation. Um, and we're going to see where she fell with that today. I'm so excited to share it with you guys. We're going to be talking about, do you really need to lose weight? When are you ready to get back on the scale? How to find validations outside of the scale? All this good stuff. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this. What's up friends? Welcome to the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. It's time to finally break up with dieting and choose to live boldly and unapologetically in that bodacious body of yours. If you've had enough of your inner awesome being eclipsed by body hate and you're drowning in that sea of nutrition info out there, girl, I made this podcast for you. Become the healthiest and most energized version of yourself through confidence, food freedom, faith, and body empowerment from science-backed nutrition and energizing foods with a little wiggle room. Because who doesn't want a side of donuts and a little wine does the body good? <laughs> I'm Jess, a body bully warrior, registered dietitian, and food freedom guru. I believe that when we stop letting culture define health, beauty, and what we should and shouldn't eat, we can finally live free in our own bodies. Are you ready to channel your inner awesome at a whole nother level? Grab a cup of coffee or lace up those running shoes and let's dive in to today's show. Okay, before we dive in today, ladies, if you are feeling like you resonate with this, if you're resonating with the podcast, Steph's perspective, which we're going to dive into, I want you to know that I offer Food Foundations Coaching Virtually. I would love, love, love to work with you. I want to know where you're at, why you're struggling, and then we would come up with a plan together, not a diet, a plan based on your lifestyle, your morals, and your values. Guys, if you're interested in this, 
shoot me an email at jessbrownrd at gmail.com. That's Jess, J-E-S-S, brown, just like the color, rd for registered dietitian at gmail.com. I'll send you over my coaching menu because I want you guys all spending less energy on food and body fights so you can allocate all that energy towards your inner awesome. So if you're interested in that, let me know and I would love to be your mentor. Okay, so we're going to dive into Steph's episode And I'm so excited about this, guys. Seeing her journey from um, really focusing on the scale to stepping back and finding food freedom and improved health has been really, really cool. One of the other things I loved about dropping that episode, um, Free Yourself from the Scale Part 1, was I actually had so many of you message me saying you also put your scale away. So if you're one of those people awesome. I hope you enjoy this follow-up and I want to know what your experience was like putting the scale away. Shoot me a message. If you're comfortable sharing it on social media, tag me. I just think this is a topic that so many of us struggle internally with and you know, it's not like normal conversation at the, when we're meeting with friends or at the coffee shop, it's something that we keep inside. So if we can have this conversation out loud, I think it will help the scale continue to lose that power that we give it. And furthermore, it helps us know we're not alone. And there's so much power in connecting and finding empathy with other women. So let's keep the conversation going. Okay, so let's dive into the follow-up interview with Steph today. And as we go through, I just want you to notice the parts that you relate to and make a note of that because that can empower you in your own journey in freeing yourself from the scale. And if there's any parts that maybe don't resonate with you, if you're like, eh, that's not me, guess what? That's really good information to have as well because that's going to help redirect you on your journey. Oh, one last thing before we dive in, you will hear Steph referencing bubbles. Now these bubbles are my fuel plan and the bubbles she's referring to are like the checklist of each um, food group on her fuel plan. So if that's something you're interested in, that is a part of the Virtual Food Foundations coaching that I do. That's also the app that will be coming out here in a few weeks. So stay tuned for that. I'm so excited. It's been like a year and a half plus 10 years in the making. (laughs) So I'm pretty bummed about that. You'll hear her reference that. um, But this clip that I'm going to share with you is specifically on our conversation around the scale. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Here we go. Okay. So it has been 30 days. That's weird. Does it feel weird? Time just flies. It's so crazy. So, okay. 30 days ago, we said no scale. Mm -hmm. We said, okay, we're going to focus on like creating this list of things, reinforcements, validation outside of that number. Mm. How's that going? Well, like I told you, I cheated cheated one day. I loved it. You called it like, I have a confession. I have a confession. I cheated on the scale on you. And that was what, like maybe one week in? Yeah, I think about one week. Maybe a week and a half in. And, you know, I had felt so good. Like, oh my gosh, I'm hitting all my bubbles. I'm doing all my workouts. Like Mm -hmm. I'm feeling slim. I'm going to weigh. And it was just sitting there in my face. And so I did that. And I weighed exactly the same and I felt disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like, this is exactly what Jessica was saying, yeah. which it was almost like, okay, that I did that because it was reinforced everything that you said. Like, if you're feeling so great, 
why do you need that number to reflect right. anything lower? And if it had, like you brought up, that maybe would have been a bad thing because then right. I would have been, oh, well, because it showed lower, I'll keep using the scale again. Right, right. It was validating. So let's keep going back to it. So that was the first, you know, I guess that was a setback, but I have not since, and I feel, I feel fine about it. I do it like admittedly, I'm, I am still curious. Like I'll go and I'll still like think about it. Like, Oh, I wonder what I weigh. And so when does that go away? Does that, does that go away? It was so funny. I was actually thinking about this this morning because on my way to the gym, I was like, I wonder what my body fat is. I haven't tested in a long time, but I was kind of thinking about it. I think when you can get on the scale and objectively see that number and know, okay, this is just one piece of feedback. This is not the feedback. That's when you know it's okay to use. And what I like about when you did weigh stuff is that you were, you got on, you saw the number and you were like, well, that's disappointing. But then you kind of got back on your road, right? You got back on your bubbles. You were still doing your workouts. When it impacts you so much that it's like, well, see, it's not working. I might as well just go back to what I was eating before. That's when it's really not serving you. Okay. And see, yeah, I didn't really feel any of those things. I felt like, oh, huh, huh. Jess was right. Huh. <laughs> yeah. And so that was good. That was good. Now, okay. So anyway, so I got on and I did that and that was, that was that. And so how, I guess my next question based on what you just said is like, when do you know, like I can get back on objectively? Cause I still don't see myself going, I'll never want to know what I weigh ever again. And maybe that's yeah. because I haven't done it long enough. Well, so before I answer that, did you have, did you start to compile that list of like other validations outside of the scale? Did you start working on something like that? I did. What are some of those? And then we'll come back to your question. So some of the things that, okay, what feels good? So having high energy, not feeling bloated, clear headed, no brain fog, sleeping really well, waking up really refreshed, um, feeling more confident knowing I'm nourishing my body with healthy food. You said yeah, you, sleeping good. energy is super high. I'm like, I was high. constantly crashing around three mm-hmm. when we started all this work. And I'm, if you remember me saying that. I do, I do. I'm like, I can't function after three. Like I'm so done. I'm like, it's like 6.30. I'm still like- I'm still going. <laughs> I love like, it. Big energy change. That's awesome. Big. And I remember I asked you, I'm like, how do you even know if you have more energy from your foods you're eating? And like, oh, you you'll know, know. you'll know because <laughs> you will. Yeah, yeah. You have it all day long. It's pretty amazing. Objectively looking at food fuel versus fun, knowing when I'm full and feeling no stress about dieting. Okay. Free, feeling free. So does you knowing your weight help support any of those? Because first of all, everything you said is totally in, in alignment with that 90 day goal that you have is a food freedom. So does knowing your weight help you with any of those things? I guess the only one maybe could be confidence, but again, like if I'm feeling confident here, what would the difference be at mm-hmm. the random 10 pound lower number? <laughs> right. Right. Cause you know, it's funny. It's like, I almost feel the freedom here at this weight feels more empowering then the constant mental battle of eat keto for a week, get off, binge eat all weekend, get back on mm-hmm. keto, now you're bloated, frustrated, not sleeping super well, overthinking it, guilt-ridden, guilt-ridden mindset all the time at mm-hmm. the 10 pounds less. Mm-hmm. Like, 
maybe I looked and thought that I felt more confident, but like what was going on internally was the spiral. Yeah. And that was one of the things I know we were texting about, which was, you know, do I need to lose 10 pounds? And I kind of turned around and I said, well, I don't know. Do you, you know? And so it's, and it, that is, it's like, you could, you could lose that elusive 10 pounds that you've talked about, but what it would take to get there is it sounds like it would sacrifice a lot of these other validations that you find that you didn't have when you were on keto and losing weight. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, you might not sleep as well. You might be stressing about food because then you're number crunching and now you're lining it up against your Monday weigh-in. Mm, that's so true. And yeah. And you would ask me to keep thinking about that. And I did. And I mean, I'm, so I've had to come back to that point. Like I've had through this 30 days moments where I would just keep getting out of the bubbles, like keep, oh, typically it's like over, over hitting the grains bucket is what I've mm-hmm. noticed. Mm-hmm. And so when you're like, well, sure, we can lose the 10 pounds, but we'd have to change all the goals and mm-hmm. me thinking about, well, which goals are we changing? And <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? That's like the joy of my existence mm-hmm. is my grain. Mm-hmm. So what is it worth it? And like, what kind of life are you wanting to live? And the, that's where there's no right or wrong answer. And you've done a really good job of letting go of a lot of like the diet culture stuff and telling you, you should and shouldn't look a certain way. And this is really you truly trying to figure out where do I want to land and what kind of lifestyle do I want to live? And I can tell that because you're kind of like, I don't know, do I want to give up the grains for that? It's it's very like logically, factually based and non-emotional. Yeah. And I do. I mean, I totally feel fine where I am. And I think those questions you asked really helped me, which were like, are you healthy? Because how do you know if you mm-hmm. should lose that weight or not? And it was almost permission that you're good if you just want to hang there. And hearing like, no, I am super healthy. I have a great blood pressure. I sleep super well. I Mm -hmm. know that I'm eating really clean. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most times, which I'm okay with the times that I'm not, feel confident in my body. Like, why would you? Yeah, (laughs) I think it was the permission of like, why would you give up your grade? Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to fix it if it's not broken. And there's nothing broken about you, even though maybe there's like that little uh, 10 pounds would be nice. Yeah, it might, but is it really worth everything you'd have to give up? Yeah, yeah. No, that's really cool. So, okay, going back to your question then of when are you ready to get on a scale? I mean, you honestly sound like you're ready, but I just don't know the purpose it serves you. So what what I would say is get on it if you're curious, but don't use it as a source of tracking and metrics. Yeah, and I think too, maybe paying attention to what happens if I get on, if, Mm -hmm. which I'll, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. in a weird, I'm like, maybe I won't, maybe I will. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, I, there is the curiosity factor, but then again, like, what does that actually serve mm-hmm. and paying attention to what does it do to you emotionally? Right. Like right. if you get on and you just see it and it's like, huh, Interesting. or if you get on and you feel like down about yeah. that, or you feel like a, like triggered in a way of like, or guilt, the guilt or shame comes in of, well, it's because you ate you got out of the bubbles on Saturday. Right. Well, then you're going to start beating yourself up and go down that black hole. So like paying attention to what happens when and then you you're not it. ready. Right. So then you need right. to put it back away for 30 more days. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it sounds like you have your feet on the ground. I mean, you're really focused, but you're a goal oriented person. That's your nature anyways. It's like, if you know what your goal is, there is no stopping you (laughs) and you're on your way. And so what is really cool about you is you've got that. Here's what I want my food freedom journey to look like. And so I think you have enough self-awareness. If you get on the scale, you're going to be able to redirect. Oh, this isn't serving me. I got to put it away for a while. Yeah. Um, Cause really what it does is it, it just gives us feedback. It's really not like the data point. It's a data point. And so like, so for example, on the way to the gym this morning, and I was thinking, should I, should I test my body fat? I don't know. I mean, yeah, part of me is curious because I've been, I do the bubble thing too. So I was hitting my protein bubbles mm-hmm. and yeah, I want to know if I've gained lean mass because my strength has gone up. And so it's like, if I don't, okay, that's good information for me to know. And then I can decide how to navigate that. And I will know that if I want to see further changes, I'm going to have to put a little more effort into what I'm doing. And is that something I even want to do? So good. Yeah, and that's super helpful. And it's like in your, in your life right now, in the context of your life, you have a busy schedule, you have two kids. I mean, if you saw the number and it wasn't what you wanted to be and you did decide, oh, okay, I want to lose a little bit extra weight in the context of your life, is that even something that is worth prioritizing right now? No. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love it. No, just no period. And you know, what's so funny is like, I am eating so much healthier and more balanced now mm-hmm than any of the diet stuff I was trying to do. So if, if you're really like, why are you even doing this in the first place? And so for me, it's like, I just want to eat super healthy. I want to mm-hmm. make sure I'm eating all the colors of the rainbow every week. And I want some enchiladas once in a while, you know? And <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> and so it's like, I'm sitting in that space of like this really new freedom. Mm-hmm. And to change anything about that feels ridiculous. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Again, why fix it if it's not broken and it's actually working for you? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about the scale? I don't know. I I, I think, you know, I'd leave it for a while more. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty freeing. We don't have one in my house and I haven't had one for 15 years. Wow. I think I brought her away. Only randomly when I'm trying to look at my lean body mass, you know, I brought it in for a week when I was doing some like sport nutrition experimentation but even then it was just, I was kind of, I don't know about you stuff, but I, as women, it's like so deeply embedded into our psyche that that number is important. And I think we see that. I mean, you and I have talked about this earlier about the numbers are everywhere. I mean, I know yeah. you in your business, you talk a lot about money where it's mm-hmm. like money can become what we're after. Um, mm-hmm. You and I were talking last week about social media and followers and likes like that Obsessions. can be, it can become an obsession an idol, a focus that pulls from the true joy in our lives. Yes. Yes. It's just like numbers in all these areas and the scale is one of them. Distraction. It's just distraction in a way. Yes. Way of looking at it. Yeah. So good. Oh, I just love, love, loved that follow-up. And one of the things that I think Steph has really done right is she's gotten super clear about what her goal is. And she knew that focusing on weight loss was actually something that didn't serve her. And it was something that pulled away from who she wanted to be as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a wife. So she got really clear on day one with me what her 90-day goal was. And it was this combination of improved health, more intentional eating, but food freedom. And that has really served her well on this journey because it's like she kept wanting to 
get pulled back into that relationship with the scale or using the scale as a validation. I mean, she even jumped on it. And which of us hasn't done that before (laughs) where we're like, oh, we're doing really good. Let's just, let's just see, you know, but she was so grounded in her long-term vision and her long-term goal that she didn't allow that to derail her. And so I think that has really, really built a foundation for her food freedom journey that has carried her all the way through and it will continue to carry her. I told her later on in our session that what I really predict happening is that she will carry on with the changes she's made. So she actually added exercise back in um, as of December and she started making food changes in January and now in February she's starting to increase her activity. So she's starting to add uh, increased weight to her weight training program. She's starting to be a little bit more intentional with her eating. Her and I are working on some specific portion sizes and um, meeting her macronutrient needs in an intuitive way. And I predict that in a few months, that number is just going to fall where it will. And she's going to feel better no matter what. I think she'll be curious still because it's been a part of her, her process for so long, but that curiosity is going to provide her just information. And like we talked about a, it's going to be a data point, not the data point. I think she will start to feel more and more comfortable in her body. I think she will start to see the changes she's after, but I think she's going to care less and less about the scale. So I'm really excited to be a part of her journey with her. And um, the other thing that I wanted to mention about her that I think has really served her well is what we were talking about there at the end about the scale being an idol or numbers being like something that we put up on a pedestal. And I really think we do that in our culture. A lot of that's the diet culture stuff. And we're told that it should be the most important thing or, you know, we have to focus on it. We don't have another choice, but I'm here today letting you guys know it doesn't have to be your focus. You do have a choice and how you want to live in your body is completely within your power. And you get to decide how you want to do that and what's important to you. And Today can be the day you decide that the scale no longer dictates what you do and do not do. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's session. Um, Lots of cool stuff coming up for you guys in the next few weeks. I've got a podcast with one of the head physicians at the University of New Mexico Athletics Department. Guys, super cool discussion about meeting your energy needs as a female and just how important it is. Um, I also have some episodes coming up on discussion about food and body with your kids at different ages. So I'm going to start with toddlers and elementary school kids because that's where mine are. And I've actually got a podcast with my little boy. I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Um, And then we'll be talking about like teenage girls and how you as moms, aunts, mentors can really serve to speak life into the next generation when they are bombarded with so much that tells them they are not enough, not pretty enough. They need to look a certain way. Um, yeah, we have a really big role to fill there and I'm going to be bringing all of that to you guys. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I hope you all take me up on the invitation to let go of the scale, break those chains and really grab hold of your food freedom.
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope today strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you're interested in working with me virtually, please shoot me an email at jessbrownrd at gmail.com so I can send over my coaching menu. And if you like today's episode, please take a minute to head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, to leave a review and subscribe. Ladies, can you imagine how much better our world would be if women everywhere were free from diet culture and misguided nutrition advice and had the ability to step into their full potential? Wow. If you have a girlfriend in mind that you know is amazing, but she's held back by food, body, or diet culture hangups, please join the mission and share this episode on your social media or with your friends. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. I cannot wait to chat with you babes next time. Until then, cheers and happy eating.